Hello, welcome to the Future Is Now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura, and I hope that you are having a great Friday morning. It's a beautiful day. Actually, I don't know if it's a beautiful day where you're at, weather-wise. It's a nice day where I'm at here in the Pacific Northwest, but I just hope that you guys have had a great week. We are on the Practical Principles uh, series, and so it's been a great series so far. Uh, the last episode that we did was on prayer, and so today we are going to be talking more about stewardship. And this is such an important topic in terms of being um, being prepared or preparing for the blessing or the influence or the opportunities that God has for us. It takes stewardship today. So we're going to be diving into that today. Um, for those of you that are listening, thank you so much for being a part of the Future Is Now family. You are the reason that this podcast is growing. Um, again, we just, you know, this past week, it was 1,500 podcast downloads, which is, which is amazing. We are up to 73 written reviews on Apple Podcasts. So uh, we are trying to get to that 100 number, guys. We're trying to get to the 100 written reviews on Apple Podcasts um, because I think that that would make it so we would break the top 200 charts finally. And so if you haven't yet, make sure that you write a written review on Apple Podcasts. You can pause the episode right now and go ahead and do that. It's super easy. It takes like two minutes and it helps so much. So um, thank you guys uh, to those that have uh, posted a written review. Thank you to those that have shared this on their Instagram story. Um, if you want, you can follow me at Spencer Knock on Instagram and post about the future is now, uh, or send me a DM and let's talk about the episode. But besides that, I'm excited. Let's just dive into this today, talking about stewardship and being ready for the blessings that God has for us. Get your hearts and your minds ready for today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. Okay, so what does it mean to be a faithful steward? Now, when you think of steward, I also I also think like, okay, are we talking about a butler here? Are we talking about a servant? Um, I mean, in some regards, yes. <laughs> okay, so what stewardship is as a principle is essentially the just the straight definition of it is taking care of something, taking care of something. That's what a steward does. They're entrusted with something and they care for it. Now, the, the next question is, okay, in the kingdom of God, what are we stewards of? And this is a key thing to that, that we need to have a perspective change, I think, some of us, because sometimes when we make decisions in life and when we're going about and doing our thing, sometimes it's hard or, or it's easy, I should say, to lose perspective on what a gift we have and what a treasure it is to have the opportunities in the life that we do. Sometimes chaos in this world is such a smokescreen and, and crazy things that are happening are a smokescreen to the beauty that this life really is. And it can be like, oh, this life, you know, this sucks. And yeah, you know, this past year has been so awful. And, you know, my life is so sucky. And, you know, we can get into these toxic ways of thinking and, when we do that, we will lose the the precious gift that life really is when you think about it. I mean, I, I think about it like this. When I'm driving my car, you know, I will make different decisions than if somebody were to like come up to me and be like, hey, I have a Ferrari and you can drive it for a day. 
Now, this is an imperfect uh, metaphor because I don't know how to drive a stick shift, but if I did, okay? I'm just like a, like a luxury car, okay? A G-Wagon, okay? So someone came up and was like, hey, you get to drive my car, you know, for a day, for a week, uh, even for a month. I would be like, oh my gosh, yes, please. But here's the difference is like driving the, that car, I would be so careful. Like I would just make sure, okay, I can't get a ticket in this. I have to make sure that everything is going good. I keep it clean. Um, I'm not damaging anything. I'm not, you know, being reckless versus like if I'm driving my car, obviously I'm not reckless with it, but I just don't think about it as much. I'm just driving it and it's like, oh yeah, I'm a little bit overdue for my oil change, whatever, it's gonna be okay. Oh, I'm a little bit overdue for this. And um, you get into that pattern of thinking when something belongs to you because you're, you're saying, I'm just gonna deal with the consequences of it because it's mine. So when we're thinking about stewardship, I want us to start thinking of our lives as a gift that God gives us because he does for us to steward and how are we going to return it back to him? Okay, we're all gonna take an account at the end of the time, uh, end of times, you know, judgment day, whatever. And we're gonna take an account of our lives and I want to be able to present my life and my job and my family and my finances and my relationships. I wanna be able to present it back to God and say, look, okay, I actually accomplished something that you gave me. I actually grew. I was faithful with what you gave me. And look at what I can present back to you. Because the thing is, our lives are not our own. The, you know, my, my, uh, my pastor always says this, and I love it. He says, nothing is our own. We're, we're only borrowing it. So the blessings in our lives are borrowed. And how are we going to present it back to God? That is what stewardship is. That is about being a faithful steward is recognizing the health, the, the fact that we woke up today is a gift. How are we going to use this day to honor God? Our families, our relationships, those friends, they don't belong to you. Those are gifts from God. So how are we going to steward that and be faithful to that? That is the key to stewardship. Um, you know, you can look at it in health, you can look at it in finances, you can look at it in your relationships, and you can look at it in your job. And so, okay, taking care of something, stewardship. Now, what does that really mean? What does it mean to actually take care of something? And this is another misconception that I think of a lot of people have, is we think that being faithful especially in things that are hard, is almost like a shelter, defensive, I just got to get through this. We think that's what faithfulness is. That is not what faithfulness is. In fact, scripture would tell us that faithfulness is actually advancement and growth. It's not just management and sustaining. It's actually advancement and multiplication. So to be a good steward, we have to be able to take our circumstance and make something of it and multiply it and advance it. But too many times we live in this victim defensive mentality where it's like, I just, I just got to get through this hard season. I just got, you know, I, I just got to make it through. I got to make it through. Nothing good can come from this. I, I'm just weathering the storm. When God is looking at us and saying, no, 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 I am calling you to grow in your season. I'm calling you to still uh, produce fruit in your season. I'm calling you to still make a difference in your season. And so we're going to look at this in scripture because 
I can say all I want all day long. But if I don't bag it up with some type of scripture, then that's just my opinion. And who cares about my opinion? So we're going to open up to Matthew um, chapter 25, verse 14. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. So this is Jesus, and he's saying a parable. Jesus would always teach in parables. He was a great storyteller, and we learn a lot from the parables that he said. So this is the parable of the talents. How many times can I say parable in a minute? I don't know. Okay, so uh, chapter 25, verse 14. It's a little bit of um, a read, so just bear with me, but I'm just going to go through it. He says this. It says this, for it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. Okay, this is literally what we were just talking about. To one, he gave five talents. Talents is just a measurement of um, currency. So just say, you know, replace it with dollars. To one, he gave five talents. To another, two. To another, one. To each according to his ability. Then he went away. Okay, so... He entrusted different amounts to each of them. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. Look at that, 100% return. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. Again, 100% return. That's awesome. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of the servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents here. I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he who also... Had the two talents came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents here. I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent uh came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him. Uh, So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For everyone who has will be given more, and he who will and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay, this is a lot to unpack here, but it's pretty crazy to me that one servant got five talents, the other got two, the other got one. The guy with the five got five more. He multiplied it. And the master said, good and faithful servant. He was faithful because he grew what was given to him. Second guy, again, had to, made to. He was faithful because he grew what was given to him. The last guy, and it says out of fear, he didn't do anything with what was given to him. And not only was he not faithful, but it says he was wicked and slothful. All right, so let me just propose this to you guys today. 
what God has given us in this season, he wants us to not maintain, but to grow. He wants us to grow what he has given us. That is what true stewardship is. It's taking the blessings, the opportunity, the life situation, the season that God has given us and growing in it. And sometimes too many of us are running away from seasons that God wants us to develop in. I posted this on Instagram and I said, some of us are waiting on God to move while he's waiting on us to mature. And there are seasons in our lives that are there for the purpose of maturing us as believers in order to grow what he has given us. Listen, I get it if your job sucks. I get it if you're not happy with it. But there is still a mandate on your life. I feel I feel like mandate's like a buzzword these days. God has given us a, a mandate on our lives that even in the jobs that we don't like, we are still to produce fruit. We're to grow and grow in your patience, grow in your understanding, grow in your work ethic. I was an intern for um, two and a half years at uh, the church I go to now, and my first year of interns, we had to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and clean. Did I wake up with a smile on my face? Wow, yes, this is amazing. I get to clean. No, but am I so eternally grateful for that season of my life? Yes, because it developed and it grew me like nothing else would. Okay, so I get it. You're not in the optimal job placement, but God is still calling you to steward that job because it is a gift that he's going to use to develop you into the, what he has called you to do. Again, maybe you're a broke joke. Maybe you ain't got no money and you're like, God, I need more money. God bless me with finances. When God is like, listen, I'll bless you with finances when you learn how to steward and be generous with the $10 in your checking account. Okay. So it's a matter of stewarding what he's given us so that we can grow and develop into what he wants to give us. Maybe it's singleness. Maybe, you know, I have a, a lot of conversations with you guys out there. Singleness. Sometimes singleness isn't fun. Like, I get it. But I'm being married is awesome. I, I didn't, at times, I didn't like my single season. However, some of you guys are praying for a boyfriend, girlfriend. Some of you guys are praying for a spouse, whatever. And God is looking at our lives saying, you're not even stewarding your singleness. You're not even growing and developing as a believer and as a person. So if I add somebody to you, that's not going to make you grow. You're not going to be able to lead the other person. So stewardship equals faithfulness. Faithfulness equals multiplication. So what is the fruit in your life right now? And even if it's not the ideal circumstance, because the question we have to ask ourselves is, am I cultivating my life right now to where if God wanted to answer a prayer and drop a blessing in my life, is it going to grow and develop and is it going to be amazing or am I not going to be able to take care of it because I failed to steward what he already had given me? Because blessings are really close to burdens. Blessings can be burdens if our character doesn't match the blessing that God wants to give us. So we have to understand that in order to get that vision in your life, in order to get that dream, all of us have dreams. All of us think, yes, 10 years down the road, this is what I want my life to look like. This is what I want my family to look like. This is what I want my job to look like. This is what I want my finances to look like. This is what I want my influence to look like. This is what I want my impact in the world to look like. But we look so far in the future Versus looking at our lives right now and saying, how am I taking care of? How am I being faithful to what God has given me today? 
We got to be able to steward the blessing of our lives right now. Otherwise, those blessings will become burdens. So what's a good stewardship indicator? Because it's like, okay, you could say how stewardship. What does stewardship mean? I would say a good indication of how you're being a good a steward of the things in your life is look at um, look at your attitude. How is your attitude? Like people think that attitude doesn't matter. Like we have to understand that God sees our heart. And, and scripture will tell us that, um, you know, uh, Jesus would, would uh, criticize people because they would say all these things, but in their heart they were wicked. So why does attitude matter? Because attitude is a reflection of our heart. So yeah, maybe you are serving at church. But all you're thinking while you're serving is, I wish I had that opportunity on stage. I'm a better preacher than that person. I'm a better leader than that person. Why am I doing that? And that is all to go to vain. Like you, that, that, that act of service, of serving the church, you ain't serving the church if your attitude is poor, right? Uh, maybe in your job. I mean, in anything, your attitude has to be a reflection of your heart in that God. I see that maybe I'm not the biggest fan of what's going on right now. Maybe I'm not the biggest fan of my life situation, but I see it as a gift and I, and I recognize it as that. And I'm going to be a good steward of what you've given me today. Attitude. Another thing, investment. What does your investments look like? Not like stocks, not like 401k. What does your time investment look like to different areas of your life? Relationships, your health, um, your job, your finances, your relationship with the Lord. What does that investment look like? And also, the third one is fruit. What's the fruit of your life? What's the fruit of your relationships? What's the fruit of your health? What's the fruit of your finances? What's the fruit of your relationship with the Lord? Like, what is, and by, you know, I'm not talking apples and pears and oranges. I'm talking about what can people see that is growing and developing from your life? Is it life or is it death? Is it good or is it bad? So the indications of how, of being a good steward is how's my attitude? Where's my investment? And where's the fruit? So write this down. This is a, this is a practical what you can do today. Write down different areas of your life. And say, how is my attitude with this? Poor, good, better, best. You know, what, what's my investments look like? Where's my time going? And what, what fruit is being developed from my life? Those are three great indicators today that you can put. And if you're, you know, wondering about categories, you can, you can be really, um, you can simplify it to this. How's my relationship with God? How's my relationships with people? And how is my uh, attitude or how is my current season? How am I dealing with my current season or circumstance? Write down those three and then go through attitude, investment, and fruit. And you will have a good picture on how you are being a good steward or how you're being a bad steward. And my heart for us is that we would be prepared for the things that God wants to do in our lives. I truly believe this, that God wants to do so many incredible things in our lives. And in our, I'm not talking just me. I'm talking about every single person that is hearing my voice right now. God has a specific plan that has to do with your passions, that has to do with your interests, that has to do with your impact in this world. And he wants to give it to us. And it's our job to mature as believers to be able to say, okay, yes. I am ready for this. For God to look at us and say, I absolutely can trust you with that level of influence, with that level of impact because of how amazing, um, how, how great of a steward you have been in what I've already given you.
So um, I hope that you got something from today. I hope that it was helpful. We are to be faithful stewards walking forward. That is my prayer for you. Again, if you have not, leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Just do it. Get your friends to do it. Get your family to do it. Let's get as many reviews as possible in this next month. Um, I really want to see us crack that top 200 charts. Uh, There's a lot of cool things coming up on the podcast. Uh, I love all of you, every single person that's listening. Thank you so much for being part of the Future Is Now family. You are uh, uh, just the biggest blessing to me. Um, as I hear more and more for about your stories on Instagram, it, it just blows me away to see uh, the impact that the podcast is making and the stories that are developing from it. So again, follow me on Instagram at Spencer Knock. Send me a DM. Let me know what you think of the episode. Um, besides that, have a great weekend and I'll see you next time on The Future Is Now.